The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 90th Seed, a 1987 shoot 'em up arcade port from Capcom, Section Z! And its opponent, the 39th Seed, a 1992 role playing game from Enix, Dragon Warrior 4! Your ringside judges are Ricky Giraldo and Pat Dooley. There's nothing left to say, but round one, fight! Hello and welcome to episode 22 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we try to find the best game for each home video game console by means of massive tournaments. Uh, this is our 22nd first round match in the Nintendo Entertainment System tournament, uh, where we are seeing the number 39 seed Dragon Warrior 4 take on the number 90 seed Section Z. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And last week, we saw Dragon Warrior 3 get knocked out by Batman, the video game, which now Ugh. goes on to face Astyanax in the second round. Honestly, uh, that was... I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep because <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, it's that... such a hard decision. I can't believe I chose Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a really hard one. Um, I, uh, I kind of have a feeling this one might not be so much um, after uh, kind of... Uh, putting ourselves through the ringer last week with two really great games uh we didn't so much this time but we will get into that as we go we do always start off by talking about the underdog which in this case is the number 90 seed the 90th best game for the nes as determined by ign uh section z is the 1987 port of a 1985 arcade shoot 'em up from our old friends at capcom uh it is set in the nebulous future an astronaut is sent to destroy a space station that is the secret base of the Bland Ghoul, an evil alien empire. It is a Gradius-style rail shooter, uh, using Loadrunner-style controls to fire weapons either to the left or right of the player as the astronaut fights his way through numbered sections of the station to its center. Uh, in the U.S., it's numbers uh, abroad. It was letters, which is why the final section is section Z, um, rather than 26, like it is in the States. Uh, yeah. The English version of the manual referred to the astronaut as Captain Commando, or Capcom, who would later get his own game uh, by the same name, Captain Commando. Oh, uh, yep. So, Section Z is one of those rare games uh, in this tournament that I had never heard of before I saw it listed in the IGN article and uh, subsequently put it in the bracket. Wow. Uh, this, I yeah, never heard of it. Yeah. I totally missed this one. Um, apparently it's shown up in a couple of like Capcom classics, like the the later console games that they've come out with that are like collections of old games. Yeah. Um, the, uh, what, Capcom... They did one for 360 and, and uh, PlayStation 3. Uh, Capcom Classics Collection Remixed yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. They have like that in there. Like, 
uh, goblins and ghosts and goblins, ghosts and goblins, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Happy I mean, Mando. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Capcom makes really great games, especially in the eight bit era. Like, I mean, we spent a whole month talking about Mega Man. Um, and you know, and Rescue Rangers, <laughs> and uh, we are going to be talking about uh, go- uh, Ghosts and Goblins uh, closer to Halloween, uh, so you can look forward to that. Yep. Um, but since we're in the middle of August and there are no holidays anywhere around us, we're just it's it's hot, so we're talking about dragons. That's that's as close as I got to uh, to theming <laughs> this month. Uh, yeah, it was it was worth a shot, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, one of the notes I have for Section Z is Capcom games just have the best music. Like, even in a, like a lesser game like this is, like, this is definitely not Mega Man. This is definitely not on the level of Rescue Rangers. Um, but it still just has killer music. Um, it's got really good sound effects, too. There's those, those walker things in Section 3, I want to say. That like walk along the top and bottom of the screen, and they make yeah. this like clank, clank, clank noise. That's like straight out of a Mega Man game. Yeah, it was cool. And so this game, I feel like this is Capcom's answer to Metroid. So this is a Metrovania. Yes. So you could go back to an area before. You could go anywhere, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. At the end of every section, there's yeah. a, basically a teleporter where you can either choose to go up or down, but it doesn't tell you where it's sending you. So, like, if you go up from one, it takes you to two, but if you go down from one, it takes you to three, yeah. and then if you go down at three, it kills you, right? Is three the one that has the... One of them has, like, a disintegration... I think it's three. I think you're right. I think, I think it it's three. three. And then I think if you go up yeah. at three, it takes you to five. And then, yeah. So, you you know, you kind of bounce around. Um, so you're not doing the levels in numeric order. It's a lot like uh, Guardian Legend in that regard. Um, just to bring it back to a game that we have played on the show. But you're right. It's much more of a ca- uh, Metroidvania type. Um, yeah. You know, kind of doubling back and, uh, you know teleporting this way brings you to one area um yeah it's uh, it's fun it's a nice kind of twist it's still a rail shooter we've played a lot of rail shooters um but this one i liked that little twist of you know kind of choosing your own adventure at the end of every level yeah especially after you've died a couple of times and you're like well i don't want to do that section so i guess i'll go down this time that's true and uh and it also rewards you for picking right because it's like, oh, I went the right way and I get a power up. Woo-hoo! Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. And there's one. I want to say it's six that like there are just no enemies. Like you immediately fly through it to the next teleporter. So I think it is six. Yeah. So that's just a that's a fun little. And like, good. like I said, it controls a little like Load Runner as a rail shooter because in load runner like if you press b you dug to your left if you press a you dug to your right in this case if you press b you shoot to your left if you press a you shoot to your right which is good because enemies are coming from all over um and then two weeks ago when we were talking about stinger uh, i was i was confused about where i got stuck there because i was picturing one of the levels in this 
where um, I want to say it's section eight, maybe, where you just like there's a seemingly never ending run of these. They're basically like firework enemies. Like it comes in in like a ball, and unless you shoot it to destroy it, it like blows up into a bunch of smaller projectiles that can hurt you. And so you just yeah. kind of have to, you know, yeah. mash A and B, you know, shoot side to side, dodge, and hope you have enough health to survive it until you get to the teleporter at the end of the level. <laughs> you got to jump and shoot. If yeah, Megabyte exactly. If teaches you anything, it's jump and shoot. Jump yeah. and shoot. Well, and this one, this was cool because unlike other games like it, um, you can, like, you can fly down and, like, run along the bottom of the screen Right. Like, you don't die if you hit land. If you run into a wall, you die. Um, but yeah, there's it, it. It plays more like almost like a platformer in midair than like a true rail shooter. Even though it is definitely a rail shooter. Yeah, I think I like this game. I just feel sorry that it's facing Dragon Age, Dragon Quest Four. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is. Uh, this is not a super fair matchup. Section Z, I mean, it it's in the bottom half of the games we've played. I mean, it, I, I feel like 90 is about right for it. It's fun, but it's not... It does a couple of interesting things that we haven't seen. But, I mean... Yeah, it's just Metroid, Metroid and Castlevania do it better. Yeah, for sure. Just, Capcom tried. You know, they tried to do their version. Yeah, because Metroid did come out first. We did look it up for yes, the <laughs> yes. Metroid came out in well. Oh, I don't know what Castle Metroid came out for NES before oh. Section Z, Ooh, but yeah. the arcade version of Section Z came out before Metroid. Right? Didn't we decide Metroid was eighty six? We did. So maybe this did come out first. And Metroid just made it better. Yeah, maybe. That's wild. Crazy. When did? Can you look up when did Castlevania come out? Yeah. We're definitely playing Castlevania soon. Well, I, yes. I don't know soon, but. <laughs> well, we're playing one of them in October. I think two of the three got buys. Yeah. They maybe all did. I just rearranged my office, and it's harder for me to see my dry erase board now. But yes, we will see them soon because they did get by so they did advance hold on no i don't want to look at the anime i mean i do but that's not uh 1986 for castlevania as well wow so same year as metroid same year did not know that yeah the both of the wow i think both games look at section z is like i like where this is going <laughs> right <laughs> So that, but vampires. Yeah, or that in space. Yes. Better yet, let's make the main character a female. <laughs> let's reveal it at the end of the game. Blow <laughs> their little mind. Sorry. <laughs> Blows everyone's mind away. Oh. <laughs> and can you imagine if that happened today? If you were playing, like... Yeah. Halo 6 and at the very end Master Chief takes off their helmet and it's a and woman it's just <laughs> the level of rage just incel anger 
on Twitter. That would be so cool. That would be such an awesome twist, but... Yeah. It could be. It could be. It could be. I mean, Halo has definitely done some weird stuff in their story. Yeah. That's... I mean, it's not okay. like Kingdom Hearts level convoluted, but it's uh, it's definitely not a straightforward narrative like your, yeah, no. you know, Red Dead or five, your Bioshocks. It was straightforward, and then four and five came out, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, and even two a little bit because two started to introduce like the the mythology, like the the, the Arbiter, right? or not the Arbiter, right? Yeah. Arbiter. Yeah, but we're not talking so... about Halo. Yeah, sorry. But like, <laughs> Save that for, like, season four. When... <laughs> it was still, like, based on the Halo itself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, had the ring and all right. that. It was still technically there. And then four and five, you're, like, in a different universe, if I remember. I don't yeah, even, something I don't like that. Know. It's been a while. I think one and two are the only ones I ever finished so that I got the full story on those. So I'm... I the stories of the later ones all kind of run together because they're all various stages of completion on my various consoles. True. Anyway, uh, Pat, but you know whose story was great? Yes. It's that uh, Dragon Warrior 4. <laughs> also a game I definitely did not beat um, because no. <laughs> we do only allow ourselves an hour of gameplay for each of these first round matchups. Uh, Dragon Warrior 4 is, well, like it sounds, the fourth installment in the Dragon Warrior or Dragon Quest series, subtitled Chapters of the Chosen in Japan, released nice. in 1992. Uh, it is broken into five chapters, with you controlling a different supporting character in each chapter, culminating with the full party together in Chapter 5. So uh, cool. The story begins with you playing as a soldier named Ragnar, investigating children who've gone missing from a nearby town, which is, of course, for anybody that's ever played an RPG, the first domino in a massive series of events that leads to a battle with a sorcerer who has harnessed the power of evolution itself. You know, it always starts off with asking questions in a tavern, and then it ends with, you know, toppling the largest dictatorship on the planet. Um, anybody that's played an RPG knows it's never what it seems. Uh, so... IGN called it the 39th best game for the NES. Electronic Gaming Monthly in 1997 called it the 58th best home console video game ever. That's for wow. any console. Nintendo, Sega. Um, I guess at that point we had gotten up to the PlayStation 1 and N64. Would have been yeah. about right for 97. Yeah, and Saturn, I think. Saturn was out, yep. Yeah, yeah. we were... We were still a couple years away from from Dreamcast. the Dreamcast and then GameCube and PS2 after that. Um, but that's still... I mean, there were some great games up until 1997. Some good ones. Uh, and, and they also... An NES game. NES 56. 58, yeah. And they also called it easily the best RPG ever released on the NES in the US or Japan. Uh, Nintendo Power ranked it number 18 on their list of best NES games. And the eventual hero character that you meet in Chapter 5 is available as a DLC character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah. It's just his character skin, though. So, they, yes. all play, yeah, they all play the same. It's just you could switch the color and he could become the main character. He could become Ragna. Ragna. Yes. So, this... Um, I mean, I just, I, I don't know what to say really about 4. Because we talked a lot about 3, and it's a lot of the same kind of gameplay mechanics that we saw in 3. But just kind of, you know, like a speaker at a Spinal Tap concert turned up to 11. Like, it's, yeah. 
it just like the story kicks in right away like right you're away. immediately like okay yeah go find out why these kids are disappearing and oh okay um so there's not a whole lot of you know go to the tavern talk to people build your team oh well it's just ragnar on a mission to find these kids and yep it's got to keep up with one other person usually yeah and it's, it's great it's so good <laughs> it's really really good it's got a day night cycle which is really rare for games in this era like there are people that you'll talk to that will tell you to like come back and talk to me tonight you know there's a uh, like the headmaster at a school where the kids are disappearing from won't talk to you when there are kids around but if you leave town and wait for the sun to set you can come back to town and he will talk to you uh just really cool stuff there um but i did like we said last week it's really hard to make a lot of progress in a turn-based rpg in the course of an hour yeah because we're just a cutscene alone is like 20 minutes like yeah (laughs) it's not really a cutscene but it's like but like a dialogue dialogue yeah yeah but man i was so into the story i was like oh this is cool and i i'm going to be honest and i was telling pat before the uh we started recording it's pretty much the same game as the of dragon warrior 3 like, I feel like they play the same a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in terms of, yeah. of the, the actual gameplay, yeah, it's very, the very gameplay similar. is the same. But the stories and the way they handle it... Yes. It, it completely changes it. it it's amazing. It's, it's a much more kind of immersive experience. Yeah. In 4. Also, and a big part of that, I feel, is the encounter rate got turned down. Yes. Which, I mean, there's still a lot of encounters. Like, you will fight a lot. But I felt like in Dragon Warrior 3, I couldn't take three steps without running into another enemy. Yeah. Here, they're spaced out a little better, so you can you can make some progress before before you go into your next fight. It felt it felt like we were playing a modern RPG. Yeah, I really did. I was like, wow, this is this this little, like what's the word? This is not. It's the same game. Like it aged well. Yeah, it's a very contemporary feeling game. Yeah. Like this could this could have come out for PlayStation Two. Like this, you know, this yeah. plays like the way like that it immerses you in the story, the gameplay itself. It's very like you can see the seeds of this game in like Final Fantasy Seven. Yes, um, or maybe even more like Nine because Nine was more of a fantasy realm. Yeah, recently than 7 was. This reminds me a lot of Octopath Traveler. I haven't played Octopath Traveler, but from what I've heard of it, that yeah, that's that sounds like it, a really it, accurate. Because in Octopath Traveler, you have like different characters, and you do each story before you guys all team up. So it's just like this. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's it's, cool. So I wonder if like, this was the inspiration for that game, because it, it, it felt very... It might have been. I mean, I I would be very surprised if any modern RPG isn't in some way influenced by this. Yeah, they're both made by Square, so... Oh, well, yeah. There you go. So, yeah. Uh, So, another thing that I was looking up, uh, there is no port for this game, so the the last version you could get is in the 3DS. Really? Yeah, they have not brought it to modern consoles yet, which people are waiting for, but... Interesting. I wonder why that is. I don't know, but it, I know 
this is the beginning of a trilogy, so uh, maybe that's what they're doing. Because I think four, five, and six is the same world. So yeah, I think that's right. Because three was like the prequel to one and two, and kind of wrapped right. up that story. And then yeah, I think you're right. The four, five, and six world. Because this four was the last of the eight bit Dragon Quests, and then the next two were both sixteen, right? Yes. Five and six were both on Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, yeah. It's great. It's yeah, great. it's really, really good. It's, really good. It's it's really kind of hard to come up with stuff because we did, you know, at the risk of repeating ourselves from last week, you right. know, the the enemy designs are great, the music is great, the you know the way the game plays is great. Uh, they fixed the encounter rate. They you know they cranked up the story. Um, the yeah, art is great. The art is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a. There's just a, a lot of really good things you can say about this game. Which, I mean, that's kind of telegraphing, you know, <laughs> which one is moving on. So let's shift gears here a little bit um, and talk about how far we made it in these. Uh, starting with Section Z, for me, I there's a boss in Section 11 that I beat... Um, but then if you go up, it takes you to 10. If you go down, it takes you to 9. So I beat that boss twice. This is one of those really frustrating games where if you get a game over, you start from the very beginning. Um, So I made it back to the boss. I made it to the boss, died, or made it to the boss, went up, went to section uh, 10, and died. Made it back to the boss, beat the boss, went down, made it to section 9, and died. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm I, pretty much at the same. I made it to the first because when you beat the first boss, you get like the new gun upgrade, right? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. you, there's like the green, yeah, slash. It looks like a slash thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's where I made it to. Yeah. I so it's it. basically it's like a almost like a kind of mother brain type like thing encased in another thing. Yeah. And it shoots like basically heat seeking little things that chase you around, and there's two what ledges. Was- what was the story of Section Z? Section Z was... I feel like I was just there. I was just you're set in an unspecified year during the third millennium. The player takes the role of an astronaut sent to infiltrate and destroy a space station orbiting near the Earth that is actually the secret base of an alien empire known as the Balangul. That's the Wikipedia description. They do not tell you that. No. Oh, that's apparently in the manual. Oh, that's, that's page right. five of the instruction manual. That's where that got pulled from. You know, I forget that the manuals actually mattered back in the day. They really did. I mean, we, we talked about that when we talked about Star Tropics. That yeah. you know, there was a code in the manual for Star Tropics that if you didn't have, you had to call that 900 number to you get it. Remember a when the, the manuals had notes section and you could just write I on do. It? And you would like write ah. your passwords in the back. Yeah. Which was. They, it always kind of bugged me on like the Mega Man manuals because the Mega Man passwords were always like a grid, but the notes section were not in a grid, so you'd have to like draw your own boxes. And so annoying. I have terrible penmanship at age thirty-seven. You can imagine what my <laughs> penmanship was like at seven, trying to draw <laughs> perfect squares and draw the little circles inside of them, and then come back and play it. It's like, wait, is that a four or five? All kind of mushed together. Yeah, this would have been one of those that was helped by the manual. The manual. But the, yeah, there's no there's no cutscenes. 
There's nope. no, there's nothing in the game to tell you the story. Other than at the very beginning, there is a very brief cutscene that doesn't tell you anything, but it's like Earth shooting like rockets into space, and then you start playing. And so presumably you're one of those being sent to the um, space station. Yeah, I, that's what it is. It's just like, oh, I'm in the space station, and yeah, I guess they. I just have to kill things. <laughs> yep. And then you you know, you figure out the like the section numbering thing pretty quickly that you know, okay, if I go here, like by the end I basically had the first eleven sections memorized on like okay, well if I go up at three it's gonna take me to five, but if I go down it's gonna kill me. If I go up at one, it's gonna take me to two, and if I go up there it's four, if I go down uh, <laughs> so that's how I was able to get back to eleven pretty quickly after uh, dying after having beaten eleven. That's it's a little true. repetitive, you but have it's to memorize where to go. And yeah. So, yeah, but you know, after a while, after an hour, it becomes kind of muscle memory, and it's a cool mechanic. It's like, like I said, it's like Guardian Legend because Guardian Legend had that thing where you, like, there was like that kind of like middle world where you could go in and out of doors that would take you to either another section of the like overhead walking around map or put you turn you into a spaceship and go into rail shooter mode it was like that but handled way better i thought in section z i agree but only one of these games well how far did you go in dragon quest oh sorry dragon warrior 4 right um i made it i lost some time because i didn't put together fast enough that I was supposed to go get Alex's wife and bring her to him at the jail. Yeah. Um, I eventually figured that out, um, but I lost a lot of time. So I made it into the well, like the magic well outside of Ismit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. And I ran out of time in the well. I was fighting a couple of demon stumps when the timer went off. So I believe I passed that, and I defeated Sorrow's Shadow. Ooh, I did not get to any sort of named. Okay, yeah. Uh, so enemy. Sorrow Shadow was, I believe, I think it was the boss of the first story. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I made it pretty far. Yeah, sounds like I, it. Yeah, I think, I think. Yeah, I lost probably 20 to 30 minutes trying to figure out what I was supposed to do. Because I had met Alex, I had met his wife, but I hadn't put together. That they the Alex to, in the jail them, cell yeah. was the same Alex as the as her husband. Yeah, so I, I, I unfortunately I just lost a lot of time doing that. Um, so I didn't get very far. So you take the lead if we're going to call Section Z a tie, which I think is probably accurate. Yeah, sure. Oh, you don't take the lead. You expand your lead. I forgot you won both last time. No, I thought you won the last one. Did I? I think we tied. Didn't we? <laughs> well, two weeks ago, I won Iron Sword, and you won uh, Stinger, right? right? And then last week, you won Batman and Dragon Warrior 3. Oh, I thought we were in the same place in Dragon Warrior. Okay. No, because you were at a higher level. Right. And I think we were basically about the same place story-wise, but you had done more leveling up. So I think I gave you that one. Got um, it. 
So yeah, you now take a 20 to 17 lead, uh, plus the eight ties that we've had. Um, so the winner, in case you haven't picked up on who has already won this, uh, will be facing the number 26 seed Metal Gear in round what? two. Yeah, the original Metal Gear, Solid Snake. I think when I posted the polls on social media, I said that the winner was going to face Castlevania. Oh, that, that would have been awesome. That, that was me misreading the bracket. Castlevania is the 19 seed and we'll be facing the winner between... Uh, that might be next week's episode. Yeah. Oh, man. Against Metal Gear? Yeah, oh, next week. Sick. Yeah, next week is Metal Storm and Double Dragon 2. Um, and the winner of that will face Castlevania. So I just I was off by a week when I posted that. So apologies if you were trying to rig the vote in favor of one of the games because you wanted to see it take on Castlevania, uh, but it is actually Metal Gear that it will be facing uh, in the next that's round. That's exciting, because I've never played the original Metal Gear, so that's going to be exciting when that time comes. I think I might have once, but I didn't really start to get into that series until Metal Gear Solid 2 uh, for PlayStation. Wow. The Sons, Sons of, of Liberty, Liberty was... One of the greatest games of all time. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um... But yeah, that's that's another that's several seasons off for us. Uh, yeah, true. So I feel like we're probably going to agree with our online vote, uh, which sixty-seven percent of people that responded to our polls picked Dragon Warrior Four. Uh, oh. I agree with them. I hundred percent. Yeah. Dragon Warrior Four. Yeah. And I do think Dragon Warrior Four is better than Dragon Warrior Three. So that's why. I, this one moves on because it is the same game, but this I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying we gave three straight Mega Man games wins. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, but I don't know. But no, you're right. It, it was a much closer matchup between Batman and. I just didn't like the three. story of three. Like the, the story didn't catch me like this one did. Yeah, yeah, I would 100 percent agree with that. This is a this is definitely a better game. Yeah, any S game to catch me story wise. It means something. It, yeah, no, that's really true. Good. Yeah, that's very true. Because it's all text. It's, it's yeah. reading it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as I alluded to before, the our next matchup next week, we are continuing with our dragon theme uh, as summer winds to a close. Uh, we will see the number eighty-three seed Double Dragon Two: The Revenge take on number forty-six Metal Storm, which I'm excited to play Metal Storm again. I haven't played that in years, and I remember really liking it. I've never played uh, Metal Storm. It's fun. No listener feedback this week, so we can get straight into the plugs. Uh, Challenge.com slash Kings of Consoles. C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E. That is where we have our bracket posted. And I misread it, thinking that uh, we were facing Castlevania in the next round, when it is, in fact, Metal Gear. Um, And when this episode drops, which it obviously has because you're listening to it, uh, you can look and see Batman has moved on to its second round. We always update it with the previous week's result so you don't accidentally spoil it if you look at the bracket uh, before you've listened to the new episode. Uh, you can contribute to the show financially at ko-fi.com slash kingsofconsoles. Uh, we're on social media, facebook.com slash kingsofconsoles. We're at kingsofconsoles on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I personally am at loopydate on Twitter. 
And I'm at Ricky4518. And we will see you back here next week for Metal Storm against Double Dragon 2 The Revenge. Oh, uh, Double Dragon. Double Dragon, a classic. One of the best movies of all time. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me give me some of that. Was it Mark Dacascos and I don't remember who the other one was. It's all about, uh, what's her name, though? Alyssa Morano. Alyssa Milano, yeah, Milano. with her weird torn-up jeans. And blonde that, hair. Yeah, that was a Gosh. weird choice. She was beautiful at night. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so check out the Double Dragon movie. Check out the How Did This Get Made episode about the Double Dragon movie, because that's a classic, especially when you oh, realize cool, yeah. that none of the panelists had ever played the video game. And a couple of them were very surprised that it was a video game. Uh, but, you know, it does star the uh, chairman? Is that what he's called on Iron Chef? Yes. Mark Dacascos, who's also yeah. in the most recent John Wick John movie Wick. and is actually a, you know, badass martial artist uh, in addition it, to... It, I thought his dad is legit a chef, though, right? Isn't that a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so, legit. yeah. Uh, who was the? Uh, I don't remember who, who the played other, the yeah. other Lee brother. I'm looking that up because now I'm curious. Double also, Dragon. Double Dragon had a great cartoon at the time as well. Yeah, I remember that cartoon. Oh, man, Scott wanted... Wolf was the other brother. Oh, uh, that's it. I, don't know why I didn't remember that. And Robert Patrick was the bad guy. Oh my god! <laughs> so this move. A little story. We're probably going to tell it next week but this and mars attacks were the hardest videos to get my videos to store to rent really they were always gone so when huh. i got when i got double dragon i thought it was like i got gold <laughs> like, this is gonna be the best movie of all time and i did like it when i was a kid a lot but it was pretty bad <laughs> interesting yeah i don't uh i don't remember games that were that hard or movies that were that hard to find but i do remember yeah i had a heck of a time in like 1996 or 97 trying to get my hands on uh wcw versus nwo world tour for n64 that one was always checked out i wanted to play it so bad because i wanted (laughs) to be Rey mysterio jr so bad (laughs) i mean that game it's it's great it's great Almost, I I say almost, almost all of the N64 wrestling games were great. Uh, not counting Warzone, Attitude, and uh, what was the ECW one? Hardcore Revolution? Hard, yeah. Those were all terrible. What was Warzone? Warzone was like Attitude, where oh. it was like down, right, up, left, yeah. A, punches. Um, but anyway... That's a heck of a tangent, um, <laughs> taking us away from Sorry, <laughs> Double God. Dragon, which is next week, Double Dragon 2, The Revenge. The first Double Dragon, of course, got a first round by because it's Double Dragon. Uh, we will see that. We will see Metal Storm, and we will see you next week, as long as you, you know, wear a mask and socially distant. Please be safe. We all want to go back to normal. I want to yeah, watch man. baseball with fans in the stands. It's weird. Or basketball. With or basketball. But, like, somebody hit a cardboard cutout of a dog with a home run the other night. Like, that's just weird. Just put people in there so they can catch it with a glove. <laughs> I want to go to a baseball I know that. 
Yeah, yeah, it's where, yeah. <laughs> I would just Google home run dog. It was um, it was one of the players' dogs. They put a uh, cardboard cutout of in the like the right field bleachers, and somebody hit a home run and just smacked the dog in the face. And because there are no fans in the stand, it made a wonderful noise that the camera has picked up. Um, it's great. But anyway, that was like three weeks ago at the time you're hearing this episode because we record a couple weeks in advance. But, but it's, look it up. it's, it's uh, still going to be funny three weeks from now. I, I promise by mid-August I will still be laughing at that. Um, and then we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there and play old games. Play old games, guys. Have fun. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pedley. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found by the quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.